Welcome to the DMZ podcast, hosted by myself, Joseph Cutler, alongside my good friend and co-host Manuel Sidhu. This is now episode 11, and before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to talk about last week's one. We had a really interesting episode with Vardeep about his fitness journey and the things he's been up to and his journey he's on. Manny, what have you thought about it? What have you, how do you find it? Yeah, man, that episode was really awesome. Like, it really did make me evaluate my food choices a lot. Like, I'm actually going on this 30-day no-sugar challenge, uh, which I decided to do. Like, no added sugar. Way. Sorry. So, yeah. Man, that's the any, plan. any of you know Manny personally, I've ever met him. The, the guy doesn't drink, right? But sugar for him is his drug. This guy, <laughs> this guy, at 1 a.m. in the morning, we're working on coursework, yeah? Give Manny, like, some tang fastics. He's off his nut like he's on cocaine. So hearing this, him going no sugar, that's a big step, man. I hope you can hope you can stick with it. Yeah, so that's that's the plan for 30 days. <laughs> yeah. All um right. and it's it's hard because there's obviously temptations like mm. what he was saying, and like mm. people bringing in like chocolates and cakes in the house. Yeah, and it really doesn't help, especially <laughs> when you've told them that you're not having it. Yeah. And they bring it in. Like, um, but my, my mom's my mom's doing a little diet as well, and in order to test her metal, I'm kind of mean and like mom, these Pringles are calling your name and she she denies them now, so she she's growing. She's she's saying no to it. The mental willpower, man, is so yeah, important. Man, and tough. like that's why I say added sugar. Like the truth is, my what I'm eating it doesn't really change. I don't really have anything mm. sugary as per se. But I'm talking about the chocolates, the waffles, the going to those going to the creams, basically. Yeah, creams man, and like you're a any of these cases, and then <laughs> literally so. That's that's the plan for me. Um, yeah. How did you find the episode just generally, and like, what were you taking from it? I thought it was really good. You know, I really liked it. Is I was I haven't been uh, interacting with Vardeep as much as you have in person, but the times I've met him, he's an absolutely lovely, and it's really cool to hear the journey that he's begun. And definitely not something I would have expected from. I'm going to be honest, but it's that's really the good thing about him, man. He's subverting expectations, and he's shown people like, oh, more than just this jokey, banterous guy, but there's a side of me which is towards self-improvement and i really appreciate that and also the advice he gave me about my low-key snacking addiction <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah anyway uh shall we move on yeah sure but just before we start i was gonna i wanted to address something from the episode about confidence which is the ninth episode at the end um i actually said something but this is what i really like about the podcast like, this is the beauty of what we do we have the opportunity to look back and course correct and clear up the things that we mentioned and one of those things was at the end when I was like, I don't want to prime myself because I believe it's an external factor of me being confident. I think I should probably correct that in saying that, well, it may seem to me an external factor. It might be internal for many others, but it's just that in the future, I don't wish to be reliant on priming myself to be confident. I just want to be a confident individual without having the need to do that. So that was literally just one thing I wanted to um, clear up because I know some people got a bit confused and some people asked. So I just wanted to clear that up for everyone. Yeah. But without further ado, I think we just jump on to today's episode, which is about introverts and extroverts. So I'll let you go ahead with the definitions. Um, yeah, well, the definition of an introvert is someone that predominantly is concerned with their own thoughts and feelings rather than with external things or forces. An extrovert is a person concerned with external forces and objective considerations and not many people know this, but there's also something in the middle, which is an ambivert, which is a person who has a balance of extrovert and introvert features in their personality. And now, personally, I think that almost everyone is some form of ambivert. I don't think, you know, you, you fall into one category of introvert and extrovert. It's all considered and dependent on the context of where you are. But Manny, well, where would you say you lie on the spectrum? Um, I think for me personally, it's, um, I would like to say that it's probably more introvert than extrovert, but it really depends on who I am, uh, who I'm with, just in a social, social setting. Like, I, with my friends, they know I talk a lot. So like, I would be like, <laughs> I would say I'm extroverted, but for some people, when they see me, I don't, sometimes I'm just not talking at all. Like, I'm mm. just observing or like, I'm just in my own thoughts. Uh, and I'm in a room of lots of people I have a few conversations but sometimes I might be in my thoughts I might be by myself or just might be on my phone because I just don't really want to interact but um, like that's what I'm trying to say like it's very difficult to say personally for me where I would lie but I would say probably more introvert than extrovert mm. if you were taking a broader overview of my whole life how about right. yourself um 
I mean, I would say I've definitely developed, as I mentioned in the confidence episode, developed from an introvert to quite extroverted. I know um, a lot of days during the summer holidays or during breaks and stuff like that from university or from school in the later years I always had to be meeting up with a friend seeing someone that day I kind of got cold feet if I spent the whole day inside just like it could I would have enjoyed the whole day inside but I would have rather been seeing and interacting with external things such as the definition of an extrovert said but um I think you made a really good point about um beforehand about not falling into one category one category because it's not really too binary would you able to like um expand upon this yeah like um i think you said it quite well in terms of how there's a spectrum and like so like like you said everyone's kind of an ambivert but it's more of a spectrum in terms of how much of an introvert are you in comparison to an extrovert and um that's what i was trying to say because it's not as uh, easy as saying oh I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert and I know lots of people try to do that but um, that really goes on to that episode where we mentioned also like um, since my sister really got me into this not labeling yourself because when you label yourself you kind of hinder like the opportunity between like changing yourself potentially like if you're stone cold thinking you're uh, introvert you might be it might perhaps become a reason why you don't have um enough probably probably confidence in talking to people or maybe perhaps not have the opportunities you want because you're trying to stay within the confines of a bubble that you've kind of created yourself and that's why i don't really like to categorize myself mm. per se uh, but i do uh, want to stress that there are some characteristics that you might be you could easily say i'm more introverted rather than it being i am an introvert yeah so i think yeah. that's just the way i would put it it's a good point it's like um yeah, you don't want to necessarily confine yourself to being, oh, well, I'm an introvert. I don't do these sorts of things when you want to step out of your comfort zone. Because then it could become a reason that you're not, you know, expanding upon your horizons because you'd be like, well, you know, that's not like me. I don't do these things. I'm not an extrovert. But if you, you know, as you said, you know, mention and say to yourself, I'm more of an introverted person, that still allows for the opportunity for you to, you know, perhaps have featuristics and characteristics that make you extroverted. Um, because some characteristics are more prominent than others, which makes people associate with being introverted or extroverted. But personally, I think um, everyone to an extent is an ambivert. You know, you might be really close to an introvert, really close to an extrovert, but I don't think everyone is totally, you know, totally one or the other. Um, yeah, and I think you touched on something that probably links into one of the questions that we're going to ask in terms of the perception of things. Like, yeah. like you said, when you're an extrovert, you might perceive things to be very different to if you believe that you're associated to being more of an introvert. And I think that's something that we should delve into. So mm. what, what do you think is um, a healthy approach to like looking at things and how people should go about life? Like if you've kind of been in um, life right now and you've thought to yourself, I've been an introvert most of my life and they have these predisposed ideas, uh, how can someone try and not only change that approach but like maybe perhaps be a bit more um let themselves be a bit more free i think that's the best way to put mm, it well, in a, that circumstance that's a lot of topics i think we'll cover that mostly over the course of it but i'd like to start off by you know discussing perception that's one thing that always interests me is that yeah. it could be the exact same event like you know objectively it's the same event the same thing has happened so say if you have an introverted friend and you have an extroverted friend and you've both gone to the same event. Depending on how they perceive things, they could have a memory of that event as being really different to how it was. For example, I held a barbecue last summer. So, you know, before social distancing, before the pandemic, don't worry, guys. Had a barbecue here last summer at my house. And a friend came from quite a far journey, really far, like spent about two hours on the train getting there. And he didn't stay very long. And he didn't um, necessarily interact very much he didn't you know um, he was quite quiet but he was afterwards he told me oh that was a really fun time I had such a good time and me being quite extroverted I was like really you weren't really talking to many people but for him he was happy just to be in the social situation he was enjoying being social without actually actively talking to people because he liked just being there and 
my perception of his enjoyment was because I, I, I view a social thing as talking to people, you know, having a drink, having a talk. But whereas he views a social situation as just being with other people. And so I thought he didn't enjoy it when in reality he really did. And it's just so interesting to me that because of my experience, I automatically assumed his experience, which is completely the wrong thing to do. And I've learned from that now. But it wasn't necessarily a bad thing for me to think that. It's just a learning curve. But I thought that was really interesting to think. What about yourself? Have you had any experience of this, like perception? In terms of like, I would say I used to like internally tell myself that I couldn't like do things or just generally like, like you said, I kind of held myself back because I felt like I had to be one way or the other. I always thought when I was younger, it had to be, you had to be either an introvert or an extrovert. So you had to perceive things in a certain way. But as I've got older, I've kind of grown on the idea of like kind of deciding based on how you feel. Like if I don't feel like I want to go somewhere, um, no, that doesn't mean that I'm an introvert because I don't want to go, if you know what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, I think I get what you mean. So, yeah, like I don't, I don't feel obliged to do something just based on how other people perceive me. Mm-hmm. But also I think what you touched on was really important that like the perception of um, things that happen to some people might be very different to your own. And mm-hmm. that doesn't even necessarily need to link with the uh, topic at hand in terms of whether they are the introvert or extrovert. It's more of a broad overview. Like there's a lot of things where I do that. I know lots of people wouldn't enjoy and lots of people would, but at the end it's perception because you can't really tell especially when you're the host, you want to hope for everyone to have a great time. But mm-hmm. um, you obviously in the moment, you're focusing on like what you value. What, um, and it's very hard to distinguish between what you value and what the other person values. Yeah. So it's kind of good in a way that that individual actually let, let you know that they had a good time. Because yeah, definitely. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to recognize that because the metrics that you're putting up against a good time compared to theirs are very different. And mm-hmm. that's why like, to an extent maybe because of the person's characteristics they um linked to it being more introverted in that scenario was the reason why you were struggling to see that but it's great that they were able to come out and tell you i think that was super important yeah definitely you didn't know that yeah exactly and it didn't really it gave you um kind of a benchmark to know that like and it kind of opened your eyes in a way to be fair hearing hearing you talk about it like it did help in a way because you were able to um, I'm not going to say appreciate but more of a understanding of uh, other people and how they might feel in yeah, certain scenarios yeah. I like uh, probably a lot of the time um, I wouldn't have been able to understand that and now you know that was a year ago so since then I've seen this occur quite a few times with the same friend and with other friends as well who have you know had the same um, reaction to things and enjoyed being there physically and enjoying the commotion around them but not necessarily getting involved they just like being in a situation that's how they enjoy spending their time and as an extrovert I initially found it hard to acknowledge that but now you know I'm able to accept that and you know understand and I think when you touched upon um, whether one approach is healthier than another um, I think it, it really depends on the situation whether the situation requires you to be introverted or extroverted obviously a casual social meeting doesn't require um, one approach more than another. However, say if you go to a networking event, um, and because obviously, you know, if you're in a, a business point of view or you want to help your career grow, no matter whether introvert or extrovert, a lot of people have that same goal. When you go to a networking event, it would be healthy to be extroverted because that way you can make the connections that you need. It's going to be hard and it's going to be naive, perhaps, to expect people to come to you in that situation. Um, similarly, if you're introverted and you're going to, um, I don't know, you're going to a small group of friends and you're going, or you're going to a seminar or a lecture or something like that, and you just want to be there to listen and to observe and to understand what's going on rather than give your opinion, assert yourself. I think healthiness depends on the context of the situation at hand um yeah just to add on to what you just said i think it's that that's the most important point it depends on the situation at hand and that's what i was trying to mention earlier in terms of with regards to me how people perceive me as well like it really does depend what scenario you put me in but um in terms of it 
whether you're one or the other, I don't think it is. Um, I want to make this clear that it's not unhealthy to be one more yeah. one way than oh, the other. Absolutely, yeah, and um, that's that's like like you said. I feel like it is more to do with what is required in that moment of you, and even like when people say that they're introverted, it's very difficult to be like called an introvert when someone starts talking to you about something that you really enjoy. Yeah that kind of puts you in that element and it's being able to put yourself in that element in situations whereby you might need to use more extroverted tendencies mm-hmm. in order to get to the goal or get to a certain point that you wish to be at in a, um, well, in the circumstance that you're in in that moment. But yeah. I think that was really important that you mentioned that like it depends on the situation at hand because yeah sometimes maybe it's best to not say anything and yeah. just uh, just keep to yourself or maybe like you want to stay more re- uh, reserved because mm-hmm. it's just the time and place but I think I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that to be honest because I think it's um, important for people to know that yeah I think perhaps healthy is the wrong word to use maybe beneficial could be a better better point of time because one isn't healthier than the other but in a certain situation it'll be more beneficial if you go to like a religious gathering um, and a religious speaker is talking and you know you're just there to be respectful and understand what's happening compared to when you're going to like a networking event like I said if you're introverted and you're going to that networking event it as hard as it could be it could benefit you greatly to pretend to be extroverted just for those few hours that you're there it could be draining it could be difficult but for your career for your future in those scenarios it could be really beneficial to give the appearance of extroversion and such as going to an interview perhaps say if they answer ask you a question you don't quite know the answer to you could try and you know create something there that is a general line of this is the correct thing to say whereas if you're introverted you might say nothing because you don't know the answer you don't want to try and give maybe something incorrect which is possibly the wrong way to go so it is also beneficial to give the appearance for a short amount of time obviously you don't want to change who you are but it could work in your favor to alter it for a short amount of time uh, i don't know if you've got any thoughts on that on that topic because i know it could be kind of controversial altering that appearance of yourself um in terms of like just touching on what you just mentioned i think it's perfectly fine to do what's required in the moment but like i know for some people they are more they're more introverted tendencies so like uh, let's just say for example i go out with lots of friends uh, maybe for the next day you probably won't see me out or you might not see me with too many people because mm-hmm. i feel like i need to recharge and um i think what you were touching on at the end of that as well like it doesn't mean that i've kind of changed who i am it's more of a in that moment i was a bit more extroverted but then i need also my downtime as someone who feels like they have more introverted tendencies they need to relax more but um in terms of like what you mentioned you kind of started going into benefits and drawbacks and Mm -hmm. that's what i wanted to just touch on so for being an extrovert like yourself or having those extroverted tendencies how have you seen benefits and drawbacks um throughout your life or just anything uh, you can give context on or just generally um i think generally speaking people people who are introverted perceive extroverts as something that they would like to attain to. However, there are some extroverts that I've met, people who give the appearance of being extroverted, that they are so social and they keep moving and jumping and bouncing from one thing to the next because they feel like they need that external validation and they need that constant stimulation in order to stay sane. I feel like that's a big drawback because it it stops you being able to slow down and take things in. Um, And that's simultaneously a benefit of being introverted because you're able to slow down, view things and understand things better. You're able to be at one with your thoughts, whereas an extrovert might not even be able to consider that. And I know I've met some people throughout my life who have done that exact thing as an extrovert because perhaps they've had some sort of difficulties in their life they're trying to escape from they've got some sort of trauma that they're not addressing because it's just being so extroverted and out there they don't give themselves time to handle it and to understand and comprehend what's happened in the past if something bad has happened or there's been a situation they're trying to not address 
that's a huge drawback I think and I know personally I've done that myself I've I've potentially I've had um you know really bad grades sometimes or I've had a family member pass away and I've instead of taking time to you know think about those things and consider it I've just gone the opposite direction and that was not beneficial in the future um what about yourself have you got any any points you want to mention um I think in terms of like in terms of just talking about drawbacks right now it's it could be that you might not even be able to understand uh, how an introvert, a person with intro, uh, introverted tendencies operates. So like you might want to go out a lot, but then one of your friends might not want to go out all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just respecting someone's boundaries. And I don't know if this is just because you're an extrovert or this can just be a general statement in terms of respecting people's boundaries and uh, understanding that some people might not want to uh, go out as much as you but not only that they might feel drained off the going out and socializing mm -hmm. so i think that's something that could be addressed on that's perhaps vice versa as well like yeah uh the, letting the other person know that you don't feel comfortable because as an introvert you enjoy your solitude and enjoy them doing things in smaller groups because you prefer that but yeah in terms of a benefit to being an extrovert i think um as you mentioned uh, a few times there it's being able to um show yourself and display yourself i think so yeah just to be open and willing to share things that can really um come a long way especially for like myself sometimes you see me i love to talk and i do love <laughs> to talk to um, a lot of people especially with my friends i do talk probably t perhaps too much but nah, never man uh, never too much man yeah <laughs> but just generally like that's probably a good uh, benefit because i'm able to express my points of view be able to articulate myself well yeah. And um, I think I learned from that, like I can talk and then sometimes I might say something which people, are, you might want to rephrase how you said that. So it's kind of a learning process there with that as yeah. well. Um, but you're also perceived as more friendly and approachable because you're kind of just having a chat with someone. And I think despite whether you have those tendencies of being an extrovert or introvert, you can appreciate someone uh, perhaps coming up to you and just having a normal yeah, conversation definitely. with perhaps no agenda like they just like having a chat yeah they just want to help the you kind feel, of person they are they just want to help yeah. you feel comfortable yeah and i think that's a massive benefit for um if you lie on the spectrum of more being an extrovert than an introvert mm -hmm. i feel like I was, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day and i feel like there's definitely different stereotypes of introversion more so than extroversion extroversion is quite you, you know when someone's extroverted but yeah. Um, where I was talking to her about introverted and talking about some people in my secondary school and sixth form, um, I view I the stereotype that I see of introverted is someone who plays a lot of video games, doesn't really talk to many people, has a very small circle and potentially likes more niche things, doesn't quite enjoy socialising. But she perceived introversion as someone who studies a lot, um, who has a big uh, di diverts a lot of their focus towards education because she sees video games as something that is a social thing if you do it with your friends such as I know jumping on warzone with your boys in it that's a social yeah. thing <laughs> that's not necessarily an introverted thing whereas I was perceiving video games in a different light um, and I saw those an introverted concept where she didn't and so there's a lot of different stereotypes surrounding it but I guess there's a general tagline of remaining uh, a bit more reserved but I guess in the things that you do as an introvert they can change a lot I didn't necessarily see being academic and studying hard as an introverted concept where she did are there any like stereotypes you hold because it's um, quite a big spectrum I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that actually because I was thinking about it and um, this was actually an episode that was requested by uh, uh, many individuals and I thought to myself uh, why was this the topic at hand because it never really came across to me like to be so important or to even be like in my um, environment to even think about this but now going into more detail doing some research uh, before prior to the podcast I think it's these um, myths like you mentioned and these stereotypes is that someone who's introverted feels like they perhaps want to be more extroverted this is probably why another reason why someone might want us to give our opinions and how they can somewhat change and also in terms of like the myth that the people are introverted could be difficult to get along with difficult to even get to know 
and um, some people might feel because they are more quiet or reserved they don't feel that they have a natural connection or connection with anyone mm-hmm. and but yeah like i think these stereotypes that you've mentioned though um i wouldn't personally like the the academic one seems a bit unusual because yeah, um, i agree i feel like with academia like you i don't think it really has it doesn't really have anything to do with whether you're an introvert or extrovert i just think that like I assume that everyone, when the time's right, they'd probably be focusing on working more. But mm-hmm. in terms of, if we're talking about academics as well, you can uh, have a study buddy, which somewhat might gear you towards being more extroverted. Yeah, definitely. You have to work with someone. But um, no, like you said, I feel like anything really could be deemed as introverted or extroverted. But it depends how you do it. Yeah. For example, yeah, it's just going back to the study one. So if you're studying by yourself, yeah, some people might say you're introverted. But if you study with other people, you might seem extroverted. But like I said, I don't like really putting the label on it. But yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of thinking of it like that, like video games, if someone like you, your perception of video games must be um, sitting in your room or sitting somewhere comfortable on by yourself enjoying the game because mm-hmm. perhaps maybe you're an individual who enjoys playing one player games or story mode games mm-hmm. until it reaches a point where there is a multiplayer aspect to a certain game with the game that you're playing and that's uh, probably important to take note of that like these things can be done with other people but even if you don't wish to do these things with other people just generally um, it doesn't necessarily put you into that bracket or category. Like, like I mentioned, after this episode, I'm probably going to go uh, chill out uh, on my own. Maybe just if I do play the PlayStation, I'll be by myself. But that doesn't mean that I'm an introvert. Yeah, Maybe definitely. just this, mo- this moment in time, I wish to just recollect my own thoughts and just enjoy time being alone. Uh, just only for the moment rather than it being... Uh, a st- like a tag associated with me as an individual with all the characteristics I have. I think one one thing that I found really interesting that you quickly mentioned was the myth of introverts being hard to hard to get along with. I actually think the complete opposite is true. I think that because introverts are quite reserved, they're they're always such nice, lovely people. For anyone that I've ever met who's not quite as outgoing, like they're still outgoing people, but less so than than the average they're all such lovely people because they're also considerate and understanding because they take that time to understand you and pay attention they, and they you really feel understood and listened to whereas sometimes extroverts can come across as quite intense quite choppy like let's move to the next thing to the next thing the next thing whereas introverts the introverted people not going to say introverts but people more introverted just they take they take the time to slow down and understand and you feel like you can actually connect to that person on a stronger level than the surface level that perhaps an extrovert could put across. I think that's something really important that you need to cut away the myth of introverts not being easy to get along with. Because personally, for me, at least from my experience, the opposite is usually the true thing. Yeah, and um, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I'll be honest, like, I think you're right because being uh, someone who has introverted tendencies there's like I love saying this word I probably do overcompensate a lot mm-hmm. um for the other individual like whether it's someone I know someone I don't know like because in my head I'm thinking of the things that are important to me it's the same with how you were talking about the barbecue mm-hmm. uh last year you were associating the barbecue's level of it being good based on the standards that you hold yourself or the standards yeah, you have yeah, to yourself. definitely, definitely. And this works vice versa with someone who's also introverted. They are going to hold themselves to a standard that they feel is um, perhaps in this, I say quotation marks, good in this scenario. So um, like you said, being more considerate, um, being probably uh, more polite, nice, because not only these are things that they expect, but this is just something that they... Um, probably value more being uh, having uh, more introverted tendencies but um that's just that was a great um way to put it on how you mentioned it and in fact there's probably one benefit to being an introvert so i think we should jump into that because now we've done extroverts mm. uh, what would you say uh, the benefits and drawbacks of being an introvert is i'll say the main benefit of being a bit more introverted is that you're able to take the time to understand the perception and you know, the, the ideals and thoughts and 
of other people. You can actually try and comprehend someone on a deeper level when you're a bit more taking the time to slow down. That's a huge benefit. And then that other person can then realize, oh my gosh, this, this, this person like actually thought about me. They, they put that extra effort in and considered me. And that goes such a long way. At least for me personally, that goes such a long way. So like my girlfriend at the moment, she's in a group setting. She's very extroverted and she, she you know, she always is the, the, the life of the party in a way. She gets lots of attention and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But then when it's just us two alone, hanging out, she doesn't need external stimulus to be, you know, to be uh, feeling like she's comfortable. She's just happy just to relax and hang out to the two of us, watch some movies, eat some food. And she doesn't need to necessarily do activities when it's just us two on our own because we understand each other on a different level. We, we have that connection that makes being in each other's company just so enjoyable. You know, we don't have to necessarily be talking all of the time. We just be comfortable there. And we can enjoy the extroversion stuff when we're in a group setting. So like we lived together for like six months and that was completely out of nowhere because of COVID. And through that, we were able to really appreciate each other's company and, you know, have long late night chats, DMCs, if you will, uh, between ourselves. And I think that was a massive benefit of us taking the time to slow down from our usually group extroverted selves and we're able to, you know, get to know each other even better. And that's really massively helped our relationship and definitely feel a really much stronger bond to her but not necessarily even in a relationship romantic way but also as a friend and as a human being and I think that can be attributed to people outside of a relationship too so to friends and stuff like that I know you and I Manny have like lots of times in group settings and me and you are quite loud and boisterous but then when people start to go home and the group starts to get smaller we start to like just maybe cook some food and sit down and have just a chat and stuff like that and I think it's really beneficial to to do that and to have that session of being a bit more relaxed and less intense and to help strengthen the relationships that you have. I think it's really good to be more introverted sometimes. Um, yeah, because like you said, in terms of being an introvert, they, it seems like they prefer the quality of relationships over the quantity. And I think mm. that's important because... Um, not only is that like something associated with being an introvert means you have a small group of friends, but perhaps they have a small group of friends that they really um, admire and, and probably have people around them that inspire them to become a better person because they have less surface level associations. And I think, like you said, that's, that's super important that you mentioned that because that is a, that's definitely a benefit that they're able to have deeper connections with mm. people because that meet might even come across in a way where it's like people feel like they're more listened to because you're taking into account the other person more yeah. so you you understand them more and also i would say another benefit is that they're normally like uh, we mentioned quite a lot throughout this podcast is that being more independent uh, that probably perhaps means that they're more self-sufficient as an individual because they are more likely to work alone than perhaps work with others and but in terms of drawbacks i was going to mention that some people perhaps that whole stereotype in terms of where people who are introverted, people find it difficult to talk to or shy uh, might be the reason why it may have affected or uh, people feel like it has affected the experiences that they've gone through throughout their life. And I think um, that's probably a massive one because some people um, just generally might be like, I'm so I'm introverted. So I, that's the reason why this didn't go that way. And, it maybe perhaps it happens to people who are extroverted also, but I feel like with introverts, because you're very, more thoughtful and more independent and in your thoughts, you're, you're going to be more likely to um, convince yourself in a way or tell yourself mm. that kind mm. of story. And I think that's a, probably a big drawback because there's, I, I don't want to say analytical, but they're, they're so used to doing things and enjoying them for themselves, like being in their own thoughts that it might be uh, the reason why like they um miss out on opportunities or just anything really yeah man i feel like definitely it, it being an introvert makes you miss out on things and i know what par- paradoxically introverts often have a fear of missing out but they're yeah. not able to do something to stop that fear of missing out because they want to be social but they're a bit anxious of those situations. 
and that stops them from doing it in the first place. It's like their anxiety is the very thing that causes them to miss out on stuff. Well, obviously it is, but they also have that desire to be social, but they're not able to be, and it's quite a hard thing to do. Mm. But um, yeah, I think that goes into what we were going to mention next in terms of if someone is introverted, how do you feel that they can become more extroverted? Because like we said, this is... um, it's being it's just a tendency really it's just like a muscle if you're introverted uh you just want to be using the extroverted muscle more and to yeah. see what you can do with that so what I are mean, ways that you could become more extroverted or well, have more extroverted tendencies well before we go into this i just want to mention that of course we're going to cover ways to become more introverted later on but you know before we jump in i just want to let you guys let people know that you don't have to be more extroverted or more introverted as long as you're content with where you are, then self-betterment isn't necessary. You don't have to change anything. If you feel like you need to become more extroverted or you feel like becoming more introverted could be beneficial, that's when potentially you could look into taking some of the advice we're about to mention. But if you have that level of comfort and you feel like, mm, society's telling me I should be more extroverted, let me be more extroverted. As long as you're happy with where you are, you don't need to worry about that. You know, We're only giving this advice to those who feel like they do actually need it and would benefit from it so just before we start you know talking about the advice definitely if you have that self-love and you don't feel like you need to change it stick with who you are that's what matters but uh, without further ado yeah um the main thing i would say to become more extroverted is when you go to these sort of situations and you feel like it's getting too intense it's always good to give yourself an out you know give yourself uh a reason that you can be like okay i've spent my time here i've tried what i've tried and now it's time for me to head back you know you, you it's always about attempting these things but also going in with a little bit of a plan so say you go to a party and you give yourself okay i'm gonna stay here for an hour if i don't like it i'm gonna go back but if i do like it i can stay for as long as i like it's about giving yourself a level of expectation that is attainable and that you can also stick to, and then it gives you the opportunity to feel like, okay, this is working. And if it doesn't, then you're okay with it because you know that you're gonna have that out coming up soon. Um, it's just about thinking about these things and perhaps planning it a little bit more meticulously than you may have before. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because there's been times where like, I've been at a party and I've sat down and I'm like, why am I even here? Like, mm. I genuinely believe that. And yeah. it's, sometimes it's like, I, the thing is with me is I'm, I'm very stubborn. I didn't, I, in that moment, I didn't actually leave until like one of my other friends left because I went with a friend. And at the end of it, I'm always, and this is something I kind of do a lot, I'm, I'm always kicking myself saying, why did I, why did I not just leave earlier? Mm. And because oh, sometimes I don't go in with a plan. Sometimes I'm there and I'm like, you know what? As long as I am, um, feel I'm enjoying myself this is what I go in with now if I'm enjoying it I stay if I'm not enjoying it I leave and I know um it's very like cutthroat but it's it, for me personally I'm just going to be the one who's going to get super annoyed at the end of it so um that's how I've gone about it very similarly yeah. to what you mentioned but um in terms of just becoming more extroverted I think putting yourself in a scenario where you kind of have to speak but don't put yourself into the deep end like yeah. give yourself somewhat of an out like you mentioned i think that's super important because if you don't give yourself an out then once you're in there and you're stuck you might like cripple under the pressure or yeah. feel more um inclined to trying to act like someone you're not and yeah. when that happens sometimes you do things that you might regret or do things that you might not even align with who you are as an individual so i just want to make that clear that that was a really big point and i'm glad you mentioned that yeah thanks man yeah, in terms of what else, from the top of my head, that I can think of, um, if like for example, if you are going to a party, I would say go in having at least uh, like an arbitrary number of how many interactions you want to have. I think because then it's practicing. It's you at the end of the day to be more extroverted, you you want to be seen uh, perceived as more friendly, more outgoing. So then, once you go to uh, like an event go up to someone and have an interaction and to be honest it could go great it could go really bad but you'll never know unless you try so yeah you, you don't know ultimately, unless you go for it yeah exactly so and if you feel like 
Joseph mentioned before this, uh, before we answer the question, the disclaimer is, is that if you don't feel like you're enjoying your life or in taking up opportunities because you feel more introverted in this case, then to try some of the things that we mentioned. But if you're enjoying what you're doing, and you're like, you know what, I go to these events and I don't need to talk to everyone. I don't need to have a number of people I talk to. I can go there, maybe have a chat with someone I pass by with and uh, leave and I'm very content, then feel free to just completely dismiss what I've just mentioned. But yeah. <laughs> for those of you who, who want to, I really think it's important to like try and build up that muscle by, it's like, it's like reps really. Uh, you want to go in thinking of an arbitrary number and then every time increase the threshold until it comes to a point where you're not thinking about numbers anymore. You're just going in, having a good time and you're able just to have a chat and it doesn't feel like you're like, you're not sweating or you're not pressured to have a conversation because it's so natural because you've been so accustomed to it because you've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a super important thing. Yeah, I feel like... Um, another really important piece of advice that if you're in a social situation and you want to try and interact more, just spend some time away from your phone. You know, you're in a social situation and if you're on your phone, people won't really want to think you want, you want to interact, even though you do, but your muscle memory, your automatic reaction is, um, I'm, on, I'm at this place. I'm not really enjoying it. Let me just go on my phone and scroll through my feed or play a game on my phone. That's something that just, is is really doesn't help because it's it is a security blanket and it's very tempting to pick up the phone and have a little look so it will help people to approach you if you're not on your phone if you're looking around the room making eye contact with people or looking approachable if you're on your phone you automatically physically you're automatically hunched over you automatically look unapproachable because you're in a little in a ball in a way you, so it, if you're able to do that, it could really help people to come up to you or at the same time, people to you to go up to other people. If you're just able to stay off your phone, take your earphones out, put your phone in your pocket, leave it in the car, something like that. Yeah. And like, this is actually funny because that's what happened to me. Like I went to this party and I was just on my phone and someone actually approached me and I talked to them and we actually had a good conversation, but um, well, I was kind of lucky in a way because they approached me. But the <laughs> yeah. truth is, is the truth is, is that like no one was talking to me for like a good 10 minutes. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, why am I here? I should just go. And someone came up to me and said, oh, you're right. And it's like, I was like, no, I'm super cool. It's just that I was just in my own force. So just, I didn't <laughs> really want to be there. So that was a bit of an exception. But in terms of just generally, I know that we default to our phones because it's a quick escape, like you said, and a very good security blanket. But um if you know someone beforehand that isn't the person you're going with, I think that's an extra bonus as well. Yeah, Unfortunately, really, really is. After that conversation, when that person just had a conversation with me, I actually saw someone I knew and I was like, oh, hello, how you been? Because it's obviously been a while. Um, but it was nice to have that uh, security blanket like that. Like if you know that, for example, if we were going to a party and I was going with one of our other mutual friends and I knew jo- Joseph was there, perhaps even even if it may not count as an interaction, um, I would probably perhaps talk to Joseph because it just gave me that confidence to <laughs> get into the flow of things. Yeah, really. yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And I think uh, that's something that everyone could kind of relate to because even if you're introverted, you have more introverted tendencies, you're definitely going to have a small group of friends. But if you know that one of those people in that small group is going to be there besides the person who you might be going with, I think that really helps ease the pressure because one, Joseph probably knows me well enough to know like what I'm like and he might have a chat with me and then he might be like you know what you maybe just need to like like he might give me some advice or he might say um he just might make me feel more comfortable so I feel more inclined to talk to different people also and perhaps maybe he's the reason why I get introduced to different people and then I have multiple different interactions yeah I I think think you can take that as a win as well yeah I think going going to friends of friends because if you're really close friends with someone and you know their judgment you know that someone that they have a close friend with as you haven't met yet but they're close friends of them you generally know that they're going to be a cool person to interact with and they're gonna you know have the the tendencies that you look for in someone who you want to talk to i think that's another safe option is just like knowing that your friends have good judgment in who they hold close to themselves and knowing that okay 
well, Manny's friends with this person. Manny's someone that I'm friends with. He's got good judgment. Let me try and talk to this person rather than go to an absolute stranger because you don't know about them as well. Yeah, we both got a common ground. And I think this is, this probably could be a, a different uh, podcast about like how interacting with strangers and like mm. things to do with that. And I think if you've got a common ground, like I know people that know of other people and the first thing I go into I normally ask straight away, like, mostly you've probably seen me do this. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, I know. Um, how do you know Joseph? Like, <laughs> because the truth is, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm Joseph's friend. I'm, I'm both on the same uni. How do you know Joseph? And that was normally my start and go-to because it's, one, it's low committal and also it's very easy to answer because it's like, oh, um, they might give you a really short answer saying, oh, we used to go school together. But normally you kind of get a story from them because yeah, they generally, generally like telling that story of how you met even if it's something like uh we used to go to school together uh, back in secondary and then you, they might make a joke about and perhaps even you or perhaps themselves but yeah it does really uh ice bring a good icebreaker if you're yeah. going to an I event remember, with friends of friends i remember manny once defaulted this to this tactic so hard they asked my own twin brother oh, how do you know joseph <laughs> realized it was my brother it was so funny and Wait, I was, you didn't tell me. I'm his twin. I'm his twin. And I was, and Manny's like, oh, okay, say nothing. But uh, like that shows how vehemently Manny sticks to it. But it's 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 a, it's a good tactic like, uh, for sure. It's definitely something I do as well. Yeah, like um, in that circumstance, I was just funny. <laughs> but like just generally, man, I think it's a really good go-to. But yeah, um, obviously, in terms of normally, well, not normally, but sometimes your mates might even introduce you to those people. Like perhaps if it was a different scenario where I was there with you, you would have been like, Manny, here's my twin brother. And it would have been a bit different. But obviously from there, something else could have happened. But yeah, um, yeah, I just think it really depends on the circumstances. But a good way to build confidence is perhaps find someone who's mutually knows someone that you know. Yeah. Or not even that. Perhaps find someone that you do know that you probably didn't go and see initially when you're going to go to this outing. But flipping the script a bit, yeah. there's definitely some people who um, are extroverted, but they feel like they want to be uh, enjoyed and like be more clear about who they are as individuals and perhaps yeah. um, understand themselves a bit more and, and enjoy like spending time alone. Is there anything you can speak to on that in terms of just how to become more introverted or, yeah, well, or have more introverted tendencies? I feel like the first that people need to people need to realize is the confusion between being introvert and being shy. You know, a person who's shy or anxious wants to socialize, but isn't able to because they're very anxious. Whereas an introvert is someone that chooses to so chooses not to socialize because they enjoy spending time by themselves. It's not like they can't or they don't want to. Most of the time you talk to an introvert and they'll be perfectly socially able, but they just prefer to spend time alone. And in that same vein, I feel like if you want to take that time to enjoy by yourself, pursue hobbies that you do by yourself. So, um, such as gardening, which is something that I took up, I will admit, I took up gardening for a little bit because it allows you to, you know, tend to something physical, manual, something I do not do in my daily life. And it's also able to help me slow down and enjoy being outside, enjoy being by myself and enjoy being alone with my thoughts and stuff like that. I know my brother, who's extremely extroverted, he plays the guitar when he wants to relax. You know, these solitary hobbies allows you to, you know, enjoy doing something, but also let you think about things by yourself. I think that's the number one thing I would say. It's just pick up something solitary that you can do and enjoy by yourself. Um, yeah, like doing something for yourself. And perhaps in this case, building a skill set for yourself, like you said, like playing an instrument, maybe it's just graphics design, is anything, there's a plethora of things to do out there in the world. But in terms of just the tendency itself, it's normally, I would say, spend an hour a day just probably journaling about yourself. And for some people, that might be a massive step, but that is the framework that will allow you to understand yourself better mm -hmm. and if you're able to do that then perhaps you're able to enjoy the time that you spend alone and you don't need to see a lot of people you don't need to do things with other people because 
do you actually enjoy like doing things by yourself? And I, I know like extroversion sometimes could be like mis like, there's a misconception where it's like you have to be doing things with everyone. Mm-hmm. And I definitely know that for a fact. Everyone does not want, not all people want to do that. I don't think I know some people need sometimes someone to hold their hand to do something, but in terms of I don't think that's the case for everyone. And I think, like you said, doing something for yourself uh, to really get in tune and aligned with who you are as an individual perhaps might be the reason why you stay, maybe not go out on that Friday evening because you're enjoying the journaling or you're enjoying the guitar playing and you're just enjoying the time alone uh, in your thoughts. But obviously with that, it like both in both circumstances, it's um, with time that will take place but that's something I would really push towards doing journaling I think it's a really good uh, mm. thing to do and I really think that like it will help you not only with th- this just building up this tendency but also just with your um, life in general yeah I feel like that's definitely a really good point and I can I guess kind of similar to that is speaking less and listening more it allows you to to actually rather than try and assert your own thoughts and opinions on something, which is more than, you're more than welcome to do. That's something that's absolutely fine to do. But if you ask questions to get other people talking, but keep things focused on others and less on yourself, you're able to, de- to then understand where they're coming from too. So, you know, before we mentioned understanding yourself and you know, spending time thinking about your own thoughts, this, I guess, speaking less and listening more applies to being introverted in social settings when you're able to actively listen to what other people have to say. And if you're talking less, naturally you're gonna to listen to other people more. And that doesn't mean you disengage entirely. It just means you are more engaged with others than on what you have to say about things. And that could help you form stronger, deeper relationships with those around you rather than the surface level ones. Yeah, and uh, like you said, probably speaking le- speaking less has a lot of benefits, uh, which I probably haven't been able to utilize at its full <laughs> capacity. Mm. But yeah, like it's definitely a way to go about it, and that really does um, segue well into the next question in terms of how best uh, to interact with extroverts and introverts, uh, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And uh, one of the things that you mentioned is perhaps speaking less, but also what you shouldn't do is talk over others, mm. and because when you talk over someone else they might feel like they're less respected or less like important than you and it's the same uh, with the whole phone thing if you engage with your phone when you're at a party or something uh because you don't feel comfortable people other people might feel like they've been disrespected um you don't they don't feel welcomed to talk to you because you don't feel like they're worth your time and i know it's a massive extrapolation because it's Mm -hmm. just you either going on your phone or you just buying in ahead of someone else or talking over them but these small things could have um, massive impacts on the relationships that you build or the potential relationships that you could have built yeah uh, built even sorry but, i think, um, I think because able to do so because introverts are spending a lot of time thinking about things it can also lead to overthinking so if for example they try to be a bit more extroverted and they speak up in a conversation and you or someone else cuts them off that could impact them a lot more than you might think because they would then start thinking like oh you know they don't people don't want to listen to what i have to say they don't care about what i have to say i'm just not going to talk in the future from now on and that could that overthinking that introverts have could really be something you need to consider so as you mentioned talking over someone that is a really important factor when someone's trying to be a little more extroverted as an introvert you need to give them show them that you're paying them attention, show them that you're listening to what they have to say. Because once they get that initial confidence, they'll then want to do it a bit more. You know, you're able to interact with them in a more positive way and you're able to have a two-way conversation as they improve their own uh, speaking abilities. You need to make sure that you're cons- being considerate of what they have to say and not let- allowing them the opportunity to overthink and get into that downward spiral that some introverts do end up getting into sum it up quite nicely you want to provide someone the environment to feel comfortable to talk about what they wish to say because perhaps you know someone who's introverted that's spoken to you about uh, maybe um, that they want to talk up more or have their say in the group in a group setting that you're both friends uh, part of Mm -hmm. and 
the thing is when someone spoke over them when they tried to speak which they haven't done so before and it might be the reason why they said you know what maybe this isn't for me or maybe yeah exactly that that isn't maybe i don't want to do this because i'm not taken seriously or respected and mm-hmm. i know it's such a quick assumption to jump into but like you said with overthinking it it really can spiral into any direction possible really yeah it could be I really think something you yeah, yeah, it could be really detrimental. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I, um, and I remember one specific interaction that sticks out to me is that I was at a party and, you know, again, my brother's very extroverted, was seeing some people not uh, engaging in the situation. You know, they were enjoying being there, but as we mentioned at the very start, but they weren't engaging in him as an extrovert was confused and thought they weren't having a good time. So he went up to them and thought, hey, I'm going to try and make this person enjoy it, not knowing they already are. And he was like, come on, come get up, come dance, come dance, come get some food, come have a chat. And that he was just, in his mind, that was the right thing to do because he was just being nice to that person. He was trying to get them to enjoy it. But to the person that Oscar went up to, that could have put a little bit of pressure on them and made them feel a little bit intimidated and felt that they needed to do it and they weren't able to. And then they start thinking, again, overthinking that, oh, I'm inadequate. I'm not good in these social situations. So... It's about not pressurizing introverts to get to your level just yet. It's help giving them, as you mentioned, giving them the comfortable situation and allowing them to slowly build themselves up. Yeah, man. And it's like, I think that experience is really good that you mentioned because I think a lot of people can learn from that. Hmm. Where when it's kind of like if someone, I'll give an example. My brother had to learn how to jump into a swimming pool and I was super young yeah. and I, was, uh, I, I just pushed him in. Uh, I, I, I regret doing it, obviously. No way, it was fu- funny. It was funny in the moment, but I pushed them in. But, like, with some people, it's... Um, if you push them in... If you didn't know how to swim and I pushed them in, that would have been game over. Uh, someone, safeguard... Uh, sorry, not safeguard. Lifeguard would probably have to come over and get him. But And that association with that experience could have been absolutely terrible. Yeah. And he might have hated it and never jumped in ever again. Yeah. And... um. But luckily enough, he obviously didn't have that reaction. Yeah. He was slightly annoyed at me. Well, slightly yeah. is an understatement, <laughs> but he was annoyed at me. And um, But from this day onwards, he's obviously been able to jump into the swimming pool. And that is um, important. And I think, like, your brother kind of did what I did um, in a less, let's just say, more positively reinforced. Um, yeah. He tried to give people that platform and that environment, but he didn't realize in turn that he was kind of like damaging that environment that the person yeah, was in. Cause exactly. in a way they're probably thinking he's told me to get up now. Other people probably heard him because he's talking very loudly. Uh, this probably means that other people are going to be looking at me now. And it's like, there's a hundred and one things you're probably thinking about yeah, based exactly. on that one interaction. But the thing is, if we we'll kind of be messed up because we'll be thinking about every little thing, that happens in every interaction which for someone who kind of does that a little bit it's not very healthy and i don't recommend that at all but um i think in a way that we can learn from that experience and i'm glad you brought that up yeah i mean i just i don't want to throw my brother under the bus i absolutely love him to bits like he's my best mate but he's done a few questionable things that are really interesting to talk about because i see these things firsthand so oscar sorry man i love you bro but you know gotta gotta air, air it out sometimes what can i say yeah. <laughs> um, but just moving on to our last, uh, one of our last topics for the for the podcast today. Um, what do you what do you think you recommend people to do if they feel like being extroverted or introverted is really crippling opportunities or damaging the the things that they're able to do? And what would you recommend? I think it kind of links to what we mentioned earlier about what someone could do to be more one way than the other. But just the top of my head, for someone who's probably more introverted, who feels like they're not um, able to like take he uh, take advantage of the opportunities that they had. I think it's important to look at the common pattern that's going on. Like, what opportunities are you missing out on? Is it that you're not going to these parties, or you're not um, getting through to an interview stage in a, a job? I think it's really important because there's going to be common themes throughout um, all of these interactions. And perhaps once you take a look at those common themes, because you're obviously, as an introvert, having more introverted tendencies, is I'm under the assumption that you really are taking these 
um, note of what's going on, you're able to work out from there and it, what's, what you're not doing right and then perhaps change that behavior or that mindset. Sometimes it's even a mindset issue. It's more of a, I have more introverted tendencies. I won't thrive well in an environment where I have to work with people. And maybe perhaps telling yourself, telling yourself that isn't really helping the situation. And when you realize that there's going to be moments where that's going to occur, you, you're obviously going to have to face up to the challenge and overcome it. And I think one way of doing it is looking at all the opportunities that you've kind of missed out on, see the common theme, and then perhaps revert that action or behavior that's common throughout um, every single opportunity. I think that's one way of doing uh, going about it. How about yourself? Yeah. Um, well, I'll talk about it from a different point of view. If you feel like being too extroverted is, is stopping yourself from addressing a situation that you could be running from, a good thing to do is to talk to someone who you know has a really strong relationship with their self and who you know is a really spends a lot of time, you know, doing things that they enjoy personally. I feel like having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone who has the ability to discuss um, on a deeper level things. Um, I feel like you need to really try and interact with that person by themselves. And that could really help you because you could ask them, okay, so what do you do when you want to address something? And then they could give you the advice that they need. Because personally, I wouldn't say I'm the best person to speak on this, but some close friends of mine definitely would be. And I think in a, a lot of friendship circles, they have these kinds of, you know a lot of people they have a wide spectrum so definitely being able to find somebody that you can trust and you know can give you sound advice is a good way to find how to slow down and find how to address a problem that you could be running from yeah and i think uh, a point just to end off on is that it could be look at the stuff that you're missing out on and this applies to both uh, groups of people uh and or those who have those tendencies if if it, um, an opportunity is being missed out on or you're not doing the things that you wish to be doing because of the tendencies that you hold, look at to look to like backwards, reverse engineer why that's the case. And if you can reverse engineer why that's the case, I think then you can take the necessary steps to uh, work towards um, getting hold of these opportunities, really. And sometimes it might be talk slightly less in the interview at the end of it perhaps ask a question i know these like just top of my head i'm trying to think of scenarios but i think taking control of the situation by looking at it and thinking to yourself is this working out for me in this moment with what i'm doing right now and if the answer is no there's two ways like joseph and i mentioned joseph way joseph way was going to find someone who perhaps one has been able to navigate these scenarios uh -huh. uh, or is able to look at some of the tendencies you have who's really closely connected with you and says to you yeah i think this was the case because of xyz but and another way is definitely like like i mentioned looking at the situation yourself and trying to um like a roadmap work out why you think this was the case and don't over index on that variable next time so perhaps you didn't talk enough or you had uh, quite introverted tendencies in a situation where you're networking and the person you didn't ask enough questions so perhaps you didn't get the number from that person or you weren't able to make that connection uh, hit off right at the start and it's just things like that and I know it's really going to be uh, stressful like analyzing i'm not saying analyze everything and anything you do because then it'll just get really um it'll blow up in your face really and it won't help but i think being able to look at your actions on a day-to-day -day and think to yourself is this what i want to be doing and this is how i want to conduct myself when i have these opportunities if the answer is yes and you feel like you've been able to take advantage of these opportunities despite these tended the despite you not liking these tendencies then perhaps it's not to do with the opportunities it's to do with yourself Mm -hmm. But if you feel like you're not taking advantage of the opportunities, I think look at your behaviors and look at where you can do things differently or try and do something differently once, like we mentioned with um, the barbecue or just generally mm. yeah. throughout this episode. You 
understand the metrics at hand that someone else might be evaluating you at and also feel free to do something differently once and if something positive comes from it awesome carry on doing it if nothing positive comes from it awesome one less thing to do next time yeah and definitely you check something down. off you check something off the box yeah exactly and i think uh that's perhaps the best way to go about it um yeah. is there any closing thoughts that you want to talk about before we end the podcast um i'd say closing thought as i mentioned uh before we you know moved into more of the advising section you know if you're confident and you're happy and you're content with where you are at the moment whether you be extroverted introverted ambiverted whatever if you're content with that don't change it that's who you are and don't you if you feel like there's no need to make a change because you're happy with it don't you know don't change it because society says you should be more extroverted or be more introverted if you're happy where you are stick with it i would say try and make these changes and follow this advice when you feel like you need to and it'll be a positive change for you you know don't do these changes when there's no change that needs to be made that's the main thing i'd say um yeah man would you like to round off yeah um i just want to say thank you man i really did enjoy this podcast and, yeah um i hope everyone else listening is enjoying them as well uh, links to our socials will be in the spotify description instagram is at the official dmc podcast shout out to a good friend of ours jamie for doing the logo if you want yeah, any big respect uh work from jamie you can actually get hold of him he's tagged in the pictures of every post which is um a way you can get hold of him on instagram the facebook is called the dmc pod and feel free to follow us on Spotify if you're enjoying the content. If you have any suggestions, uh, give us um, an email on the dmcpodcast99 at gmail.com. We're here to listen to you guys. We really want to take on what a request that you have. Yeah. We also have uh, Instagram. You can get hold of or get hold of us or the Facebook. And I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Thank you as always, Joseph, for being on. Thank if you, you enjoyed what you listened to, feel free to give us a follow, like I mentioned. And this is DMC signing off. Thank you very much for joining us.